Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the TNJ Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at TNJ Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the TNJ Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J Man Munt. We are back at it with another episode of the Tan and J Man Show live. On the ISC Sports Network. Got a big, big show coming up for you tonight. Our Major League Baseball preview show. One of my favorites. We, we do. actually have a preview show. <laughs> We're actually going to be able to comfortably fill out an hour this week. We haven't done a preview show all year in 2020. When's the last one we did? Was it college basketball? Did we even do one then? We did do a college I'm basketball. Sure we did. But uh, back in November. Yeah. We didn't do a March Madness preview. Didn't do the baseball preview when we should have. Man. Yeah. A couple months delayed. Who would have thought we'd be doing our baseball preview on July 20th? 20th. Before we go any farther, this episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou that focuses on freshness and quality. The Dam Smoke is here every single weekend where you can get ribs, steak, a bunch of other stuff. In addition, you can wash it down one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boat or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester, Taco Break is also open currently. Their number is 574 223 8950. Yes, sir. Get yourself some damn landing. <laughs> you ready for some birdie bogey? Let's hear it. I'm nervous. Pretty easy one. Pretty, pretty easy one. Short and simple. Here comes bogey, folks. Baseball related. That doesn't make me feel any better. Who has the most hits? I don't know. From 2010 through 2019. Um, I don't know, man. No idea. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. I know they were at a farmer's market uh, this past weekend in Kosciuszko County where they now have sweet corn as well as fry Z, lettuce heads, Swiss chard, kale, Cabbage, cucumbers, kohlrabi, turnips, beets, basil, cilantro, zucchini, and summer squash. Get your veggies. All sorts. All different kinds. You ready for a little bit on this? this Yeah, I want to know what happened on July 20th throughout the history of sports. Let's go. Um, who won Wimbledon men's tennis in 1896? Can't even venture a guess. Harold Mahoney. Never heard of him. I've never heard of him either. 1916, Giants traded future Hall of Famer Christy Mathewson to the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds. 
Let's see. We don't have a whole lot. It's got to be better than last week's, doesn't it? Mm. Who won the 34th Tour de France in 1947? I don't know. Gene Robick. I know like Robich. three cyclists. I know one. I know two cyclists. And his name Lance Armstrong and Floyd Spans Landis. Armstrong. Floyd Landis, remember him? I remember the name. He got busted for doping. Was he too? a doper as well? Mm-hmm. Those are dopers. 1954, American tennis champion Maureen Connolly's right leg is crushed in a horse riding accident, ending a brilliant career at just 19 years old. It's not good. No. Kind of need your legs to uh, play tennis. Yeah. 1956, Yankees pitcher Whitey Ford ties an AL record of six straight strikeouts. I think that has since been passed. I know, well, Jim Deshaies played in the um, National League, and he had it at one time. He was a pretty good one. Yeah, Whitey Ford wasn't too shabby. Who won the 1958 PGA Championship Men's Golf Tournament? No, it's not Arnold because he never won that one. He never won a PGA. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, 58. Let's go with Raymond Floyd. Dow Finsterwald. Oh. You ever heard of him? No. I haven't either. He won his first PGA Championship held in current stroke play format. Hmm. Wins by two over... Billy Casper. Heard of him. 1958, Detroit Tigers pitcher Jim Bunning no-hits the Boston Red Sox. 1965, New York Yankee pitcher Mel Stottlemyre hit an inside-the-park grand slam. Went on to be a pitching coach. Pre-DH there in the um, American League. (laughs) Um... Let's see. On this date in 1976, Hank Aaron hits his 755th in last home run of his career. That been his last. Off of Angels Dick Drago. Will anybody ever pass that? No. Okay. It's so much harder to hit now than it was back then, and yep. it was really hard back then as well. Who won the 1980 British Open Men's Golf Tournament? 1980. Go with Tom Watson. Tommy Watson it is. Over. Fellow American. Um, Let's go with Nicholas. Lee Trevino. Okay. Cool. Cool. Who won the 1986 British Open? How about the shark Greg Norman? You are just rolling tonight. Five strokes. Clear of runner-up Gordon J. Brand. He had one of the biggest uh, choke jobs ever. You know, we were talking the other day, like collapses. He had a six-stroke lead going to a Sunday of the Masters. I believe it was 96. He lost to Nick Faldo. Choked it away. Never won a green jacket. In 1994, former NFL running back, broadcaster, and murderer O.J. Simpson offers $500,000 reward for evidence of ex-wife's killer. He was on the on this day last week as well. He killed his wife. Um, who won the 1997 British Open Men's Golf Tournament? Uh-oh. 1997. This fella, a little bit of a hint, recovers from five strokes back after three rounds and won by three strokes. That's an impressive turn. Is he American? Yes. Marco Mira. Justin Leonard. Ah, yeah, the Texan. So close. Yep. Two-time major winner. Who won the British Open in 2003. Man. Became first debut winner since Tom Watson in 1975. 
Go ahead. Ben Curtis? Ben Curtis is correct. He was 396th in world rankings. Beats runner-up Thomas Bjorn and Vijay Singh. By ben Curtis, for a while, I don't think he's a tour player anymore, but for a while he was sponsored by the NFL, and he would wear the NFL logo and colors of the near nearest team. That's cool. Yeah. They don't have any NFL teams in Britain, Great Britain. No. So he probably didn't unless – not that not that week. He probably wasn't sponsored by the NFL yet either. Oh well, unless he would have worn like a Jets jersey, if that's the closest to uh, yeah. Jets or Giants or Bills. They say oh, the Bills. <laughs> oh, might be uh, might be the uh, Pat. Yeah. Who won the 2008 British Open? Um, Padraig Harrington. Padraig Harrington. Back to back. Who did he beat? Sergio Garcia. Ian Poulter. He made Sergio the next year in a playoff. Who won the 2014 British Open? 14. Nicholson won 13. Ernie Els? Book it. Book it. Oh, Rory. Yeah, 14, duh, because Ricky got runner-up. Yeah, he got, yep. yep. Tied with Sergio for runner-up, so he wasn't technically the sole runner-up. He was third. Yeah, 14, because Nicholson won 13. When did Els win it? It wasn't on July twentieth. Okay. Who won two thousand fifteen British Open? Um, man. Uh, Fifteen. I'm blanking. Um, American. Spieth? Zach Johnson. The nor- Did he go to Northern win. Iowa? Or Drake? He Drake. went to Drake. Yeah, forgot Zach. It's in Northern Spieth, Iowa. Spieth won it later on. Zach Johnson beat Mark Leishman and Louis Oosthuizen. Oh. I forgot Zach. Yeah, Zach's been Masters champ and British champ. Probably Hall of Famer. That's all we got this week. It, it was a better list yeah, than last week. Yeah, gave me some weekend. to guess. I like yes, that. Yes, it uh, got better once it hit the 60s. Got a couple of them right, but I'm a little mad at myself for missing some of the other ones. But I'm mad at you too. Appreciate it. And the Honest Day segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, Pro Forma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response. For all your print needs, you need to look no further. Let, let them be your one-source print and promotional company. You can contact them today at 574-210-3815. And I'll tell you, at the bank we got these... Uh, they're like, I'd call them vacuum-sealed water bottles. Everybody's raving about them. Really? Every employee got one. They keep the ice cold for at least cold? a day. Wow. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Nice. Yep. So not only do you get trustworthy, dependable resources, but it's quality products, too. Mm. I like it. Are you ready for some baseball talk? I'm Actually, re- positive baseball mean, talk. So far. For a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I am ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. We got some live sports to talk about. It's exciting. Exciting times on July 20th. We finally get sports. You want to just go division by division here, starting with the American League? Let's do it. In the AL East, I ranked the five teams. I did too. My division winner, the New York Yankees. We agree. They made one huge 
acquisition in the offseason, signed uh, ace Garrett Cole. Mr. Garrett Cole. Nine-year, $324 million deal. Grew up a Yankee fan. He's a rich fella, and he he grew up in the West Coast, too. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Of course, they won a whole lot when he was growing up. He brought the sign when he signed with the Yankees at the press conference. He brought a sign that he made when he was at a Mm -hmm. game when he was was young. I forget what I said. I believe he was drafted out of high school by the Yankees in the first round, but did not sign and instead went to UCLA where he was um, rotation mates with very unlikable pitcher Trevor Bauer. That's a heck of a rotation. That is pretty dang good. And I think Cole went one and Bauer went three in that draft, I want to say. Pretty good. Aroldis Chapman tests positive for the COVID. Um, have you heard anything about if he's going to be back? I haven't heard anything. Uh, they think DJ might be back to be yes, able to play. Yes, because he tested positive yep. as well, correct? Yep. Um, I guess it's if you guys are going to get it, get might it Might as now. well get it now. Uh, I know Major League Baseball, their numbers from the past week, only five players tested positive. It was like a .05% success or positive rate. So that's uh, – very encouraging, and mm-hmm. hopefully once they start traveling to different cities, it'll continue that way, but uh, it's one of those things we just don't know. We will see as um, it goes. Who you got finishing second? Got the Tampa Bay Rays. I also have the Tampa Bay Rays, their key off-season acquisitions. Hunter Renfro and Manny Margot from the Podge Rays. They are both outfielders, and they will play a bunch. Um, they have a great pitching staff, led the AL and ERA last year, and then they have a really good mix of uh, young position players as well. Uh, their best player, Austin Meadows, did test positive as well. Haven't heard if he'll be back in time uh, for the start of the regular season anyway, uh, but he tests positive. They also got one of the best uh, defensive outfielders, in my opinion, Kevin Kiermeyer. Kevin Kiermeyer is a really good defensive outfielder. Uh, if he could just hit a little, mm-hmm. he'd be a, uh, an absolute star. Mm-hmm. Number three. Boston Red Sox. I have the Toronto Blue Jays finishing third. Their key offseason acquisitions, Hyunjin Ryu from the Dodgers and Tanner Roark. Um, Good first name. They are not going to be playing in Toronto this year. I wrote on here likely Buffalo or Dunedin. Um, however, it sounds like they're leaning towards playing in Pittsburgh Weird. Um, at PNC Park. Weird. They want to play at a major league stadium, which I understand, definitely. So it'll be interesting to see how they can uh, work the logistics of that out. And um, it'll just be interesting. I don't know. I'm sure Major League Baseball is working around the clock because Canada said no just a few days ago, just a week before the season started. So they're kind of scrambling. Uh, but they have exciting offensive talent from – exciting young offensive talent that uh, – all three of these guys' dads played um, Major League Baseball. Vladdy Jr., of course. I yep. think he's going to be an absolute superstar. Sounds like he's going to play first base for him. Uh, Bo Bichette is going to be better than his dad. Should be better than his dad, Dante. Uh, Dante. He'll be their shortstop. And then Kevin Biggio, old Craig Biggio's son. He'll play – I think he plays outfield. I think he can play some second as well. Uh, so they have uh, exciting young offensive talent. Um, I have the Red Sox fourth. You have them third. Uh, it's a coin flip, essentially. I think I just picked the Blue Jays ahead of them because of that young talent. Uh, but as I said, Red Sox offseason acquisitions, they traded Mookie Betts, yep. uh, former um, MVP for Alex Verdugo, and a few more uh, pieces. Chris Sale had Tommy John surgery, so he won't be playing this season. 
Other best returning starter also tested positive for COVID, uh, Eduardo. Uh, I think his last name's Rodriguez. Could be way off. I don't know why I didn't write it down. But they still have a good lineup without bets, uh, but rotation and bullpen is a major question mark. Doesn't hurt my feelings. No, and, I mean, they had some scandal as well. Not as bad as the Astros, but uh, Alex Cora got canned. I feel like everything's been forgotten about. Yeah, the um, Ast- Astros have been very fortunate. Uh, this season has been pushed back. And the last team in that division, I have the Orioles, yep. and all I wrote was bad. They stink. Um, could you name an Oriole player? No. Nope. I think they stopped Chris Davis. I think you're right, but, yeah. Trey, uh, their their best player as well, Trey Mancini, um, had I want to say stage three colon cancer and had to have surgery, and I don't think he's going to play at all this year. He's oh, I wouldn't if I were him. If I had that, yes, yeah, everything um, going on. He um, was out of Notre Dame. Um, he was their best player last year, uh, but the Orioles are going to be bad. They're going to stink. American League Central, who you got winning it? Minnesota Twinkies. I also have the Minnesota Twinkies. They signed Josh Donaldson and Rich Hill and traded for Kenta Maeda. Uh, they shattered the Major League Baseball record for home runs in a season last year. They beat it by 40. Yankees finished one behind them in yeah. homers, so they also shattered the previous record. Uh, they have a great pitching staff as well with the additions of Kenta Maeda and Rich Hill. An underrated bullpen full of guys that just aren't big names, but they get the job done. Uh, they could easily be the best team in the American League this year. I think they'll slug. They'll pitch well. They're just a really, really good team. Keyword is we think. We with think. With the 60-game yes. season, we have no idea what's going to happen. We we could see the Tigers win that division. It could be the Marlins against the Orioles, and I almost laugh at the time because <laughs> it's going to happen. But. Um, yeah, so don't take any of this too seriously because, I, you know, when the season's done, I want to go back and just re- won't be too hard to do. recap all of our predictions and stuff because it'll likely look way off. Usually does anyways in it, a normal season. In a normal season, and then we just don't know with 60 games. You don't know who's going to stay healthy. Or who's going to end up opting out after a yeah. few weeks, you know. Who got finished in second? This was a coin flip for second and third, but I got the Chicago White <laughs> Sox finishing second. We are on the same page tonight. That's scary. I also have the White Sox finishing second. They uh, signed a bunch of veterans this offseason. Edwin Encarnacion, Yasmani Grandal, who I think is arguably the best catcher in uh, baseball. They traded for Nomar Mazzaro from uh, Texas Rangers. Signed Dallas Keiko and Gio Gonzalez to round out their rotation. Uh, they have some great young talent. Yon Mancada, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert uh, will be... Well, he'll likely make the Major League roster. I haven't heard that well, he's not going to. A lot of people to. have predicted him to be the AL Rookie of the Year. And he is a smart choice. Um, I've heard people compare him to Mike Trout, and that's just not <laughs> fair at all because Trout is arguably the greatest player ever already. Um, their bullpen has major question marks. They don't have a ton of star power. I think their closers, Alex Colomay, who is serviceable, uh, but he's probably not a guy you want. Pitching in huge, huge spots come postseason play. Uh, their top, one of their top pitching prospects, Michael Kopech, opted out. Uh, he's been dealing with some mental health issues, um, so he won't be um, on the roster this year. Uh, they could easily make the playoffs. Where they um, go twenty and forty. Well, I, I, they they are. Uh, they they could go forty I, and twenty, or they could go twenty and forty. We that just, was an inside joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, we just don't. 
I, I just don't know what to expect. They kind of remind me of the Cubs in 2015 where they have good young talent. They're just extremely inexperienced. Um, and unfortunately for them, in a 60-game sprint, those first 60 games could be a little rough because they're trying to mix all that talent together. But if they would have had a full season, I think absolutely they'd be a postseason team. Um, and I I don't remember if I put them in my playoffs. We'll find I, out here in a little yeah, bit. Um, no spoiler from me. So your third team is also the Cleveland Indians. The Indians, uh, that's their name as of the moment. Yes, we ha- I haven't heard anything about no, that lately. I haven't either. Uh, they signed Cesar Hernandez, uh, which was kind of their biggest deal. He'll play second base for him. Uh, they traded Corey Kluber to the Rangers, former Cy Young winner. Um, I think the whole team is solid, and it has good experience. They got a great manager. Have a great manager, one of the best in the game, Terry Francona. Uh, still have a really good young pitching staff. Shane Bieber had a great year last year. Mike Clevenger had a great year last year. Um but they lost Corey Kluber, who didn't – he made seven starts last year. Yeah. Um, so they essentially played without him last year. Um, I think the top three in that division could easily sure. make the playoffs. Yep. I agree. Who's your fourth team? Kansas City Royals. I have the Royals fifth. Okay. You got Tigers fourth. Then. All I wrote about the Royals is bad. I think them and the Tigers are both bad. So Tigers are bad. Uh, but they have interesting pitching prospects that are ready for the big leagues. Uh that could make the rotation this year. Matt Manning and Casey Might Mize, as well. two former first-round picks. And Spencer Torkelton, Torkelson, who went number one overall on uh, this year's draft. He is in their 60-man player pool. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they let him make his Major League debut this year. American League West. I have the Houston Cheating Astros. I also have the Astros. I wrote same roster they've cheated with for years. Yep. Uh, should be really good. Yep. Um, they lost Garrett Cole, of course, but they trade for Zach Greinke midseason last year. He'll be back. Verlander. I think Verlander won the Cy Young, didn't he? Over. I think so. I'm gonna go check that. Over um, Garrett Cole. I got it. I got real it. quick. He he did win Cy Young um, over Garrett Cole, which I didn't think was right. But they'll be really good. Who do you have finishing second? The Oakland Athletics. I, too, have the Oakland Athletics finishing second. They're a really solid team. I think they can easily win this division. Uh, Matt Chapman and Marcus Simeon have turned into stars. Chapman's arguably the best. He probably is the best defensive third baseman in the game. Marcus Simeon, he is better than Nolan Arenado at third. Yes, he absolutely is, Tanner. Nope. 100%. Matt Chapman. As nope. far well, I'll nope. I'll just go up nope. and look at the nope. uh, defensive uh, metrics here real I don't quick. Care. It's not I don't care what it says. I'm still not going to agree. And so. you're wrong. Okay. Okay. Let's see what Nolan is. Anyways, moving on. Um, third, I got the uh, Los Angeles Angels, who of course has Mike Trout. Nolan like, Arenado isn't even in the same stratosphere as Matt Chapman is at third base. Uh, I don't care what baseball finishing. reference says. Third, I have the Los Angeles Angels yep. of Anaheim. Uh, signed Anthony Rendon, biggest, one of the biggest free agent signings of the offseason. He'll play third. And Joe Madden, which could be huge for their team. Uh, they have the best player in baseball and another superstar, but the rest of their roster is just not very good. Um, it's pretty mediocre. Rotation's not good. Bullpen's bad. I just don't see them competing for a playoff yep. spot this year. Of course, in a 60-game season, once again, 
Uh, they could, and I hope they do because we deserve to see Mike Trout play postseason. Should have went somewhere else a couple of years ago. Year Texas ago. Rangers, I have finishing fourth. I do too. Trade for Clory Kluber. As I said, rotation's really good. Their top three guys are as good as any three in the majors this year with Corey Kluber. Lance Lynn had a great year last year, so did Mike Miner. Uh, they missed out on Rendon. He went to college at Rice, which is just outside of uh, Dallas, I believe. Houston. Is it outside of Houston? Mm-hmm. Well, they were one of the teams um, very interested in because I maybe he's from Dallas, and that was the connection. But they missed out on him. Uh, lineup's not very good, and it's pretty old, so I have him finishing second. We both have the Seattle Mariners finishing fifth. Yep, haven't made the playoffs since 2001. Could be the worst team in baseball this year is what I wrote about them. I stink. Transitioning to the National League, who yeah. you have win it. So we're going to do National our playoffs all at the same time. I yes, I was going to do playoffs all at the same time. National League, what? East. I got the Nationals. I have the Atlanta Braves. They signed Marcelo Zuna and Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels is going to start the year on the injured list, I believe. Uh, Felix Hernandez and Nick Marcakis opted out. They have a great young pitching staff, great young lineup. Uh, could arguably have the best collection of young talent in Major League Baseball. Bullpen's decent as well. Uh, Freddie Freeman tested positive for COVID, but is back with the team currently. Yeah, I almost had them winning it. I had them a close second. I think they're a really, really good ball club. Um, and really, I think the top three guys in this division as well could end up winning the division. Who you have finishing second? Right, the Braves. Close you second, the I said. I have the Philadelphia Phillies finishing second. Didi Gregorius, they signed. Zach Wheeler as well. Andrew McCutcheon back from injury. He missed about four That's months right. last year yep. with a torn ACL. Uh, they have a really underrated pitching staff. Aaron Nola, uh, Jake Arrieta uh, was not good last year, but I believe he'll bounce back. Bullpen's a question, um, but I think the team will really, really hit. I got the Phillies third. I have the Washington Nationals third. Figured that one. They swapped out Anthony Rendon for Starlin Castro. That's uh, that's quite the drop-off. But they still have the best top three of a rotation in baseball. And they are the, the defending um, world champions. And they are the defending world champions. Seems I'm like so, forever ago. so glad they beat the Houston Astros. A bullpen got much better as the year went on. Um, the loss of Rendon, in my opinion, takes them out of the playoffs, though. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman and two other players opted out. Um, they'll still be really good. And as I said, it's, I, th- I think the Braves are the clear best team in that division, uh, but the Nats and Phillies could absolutely challenge them for that top spot. I'm sure we both have the Mets finishing fourth. They signed Rick Porcello, Michael Waka, and Dylan Bentances. The pitching didn't look good the last two nights, but it's a scrimmage. Scrimmage. Uh, could easily finish second, though, I think. Uh, they have Hope P- not. Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, and uh, Michael Conforto need to replicate their seasons from last year. But Noah Sendergaard is going to miss the season with Tommy John surgery. Uh, so that really, really hurts them, obviously. They trade for Marcus Stroman um, at the trade deadline last year, so that kind of softens the blow a little bit. But I don't see them finishing above third in the division. But I am finishing fourth. I hope they finish last. Florida, Mar- Florida Marlins. Hey, I haven't been to Florida Marlins in eight years. Miami. Miami Marlins finishing fifth. I do think they will be better than what they had been. Can't be um, much worse. But they'll still be bad, yep. in my opinion. Another boring, stinky team. National League Central. I have the... You, you know, I think the top four teams in the National League Central um, could easily win this division. But I didn't want to pick three of the team, other teams to win the division, so I chose the team that I think is still the most talented team in the division. 
and that is the Chicago Cubs. Um, I feel a lot worse about my pick now that I say it out loud than I did when I was making it. He's this already list dreading yesterday. the season, you know. Um, Most baseball people are pumped that it's back. We got sports. He's <laughs> dreading it already. They're big off-season acquisitions, if you can call them big, I wouldn't. Uh, Jason Kipnis, he'll be likely their everyday second baseman. It's right-handed pitching anyway. Steven Souza in the outfield. Jeremy Jeffress will round out their bullpen, and then they hired David Ross to be the manager. I think still think they're the most talented team in the division. Uh, starting rotation depth is a major question mark. They lost Jose Quintana to a – he sliced his hand with a knife uh, when he was doing dishes. They have the um, weirdest injuries. How does a Major League Baseball player not have a dishwasher? I have a dishwasher in my house. I don't, but yeah. – have, have you ever washed your own dishes, though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just use them and put them back without even getting them without even getting them wet. No, you're you're nasty. <laughs> um, but they have Tyler Chatwood and Alec Mills that will round out the rotation, um, which is very scary. I like Alec Mills better than Quintana and Chatwood, but they don't have much uh, besides that. So if they have an injury, it could be looking real ugly. Uh, the bullpen is very very inexperienced. They don't have one guy in their current bullpen or not one guy on their roster that was in their bullpen to start the season last year is still on their roster. It's not a good uh, Every single or, problem. Or is it a great problem? Because their bullpen be. was garbage at the beginning of Guess the year we'll last see. year. we'll see. They really, really need Craig Kimbrell to regain form. You um, Darvish and Kyle Schwarber have to replicate what they did in the second half last year. Schwarber is one of the best hitters in baseball from like April 25th on last year. He needs to do that again. Darvish was one of the better pitchers in baseball in the second half. Uh, he absolutely needs to do it again in order to win the division. I am, Every year I bring this guy up when we're talking about players I think will have monster years, but uh, I Wilson expect Contreras. Wilson Contreras to have a monster 60 games this year. They need him to. Um, he's been raking in these intra-squad games of course you can't evaluate anything so he's the player you're saying that could have the monster year who's a player who could you could see having a really bad year in the 60 game year on the cubs roster mm-hmm. um jason hayward i just i just, i love hayward but uh, i could it's gonna be interesting to see what david ross does you can't have jason hayward playing against left-handed pitching at all at all you just can't do it um I think Ian Happ's an absolute X factor. If he can do what he did when he came back up last year, it's just huge for him because that just takes uh, bats away from Albert Almora, which they absolutely need. However, the DH probably gives at bats to Albert Almora because Kyle Schwarber will likely be their DH. Though he's been playing a lot of left here in these uh, scrimmages. Um, I would probably say Hayward. I could also see a guy like John Lester if we're – transitioning to pitching staff having a real bad 60 games yeah which is it's only like 12 starts he's gonna make so but anyway uh, i think david ross will bring that fire back to the roster that they need um need rizzo to stay healthy he's dealt with his typical back issues at the beginning of a season or whatever uh it does sound like he's gonna play in a scrimmage against the twins on wednesday hopefully he'll be back in the lineup uh, opening night, Friday night, because they 100% need him. Forgot Joe Madden's the uh, 
Angels manager now. I mentioned that uh, paying attention. a couple minutes ago. Who you have finishing second? Well, I didn't even get to say who I finished had fishing first. I thought you had the Cubs finishing first. No, yeah, I've been but... sitting here silent the whole time. Oh. Cincinnati Reds. That's disgusting. First. I know. You That's did. just disgusting. You should have seen my face when we got to the division, but just have a weird feeling they're going to get hot in the 60-game season. They made a lot of moves. I have them finishing second. Uh, their big acquisitions, Shogo Akayama. Mike Moustakis, Nick Castellanos, and Pedro Strope. Uh, I think the DH helps them more than any team in baseball in in the National League this year because they have real bad defensive outfielders, but they can really hit. Now you can put them at the DH spot. Rotation is really good. Um, Sonny Gray and Luis Castillo are a great one-two punch. Uh, Trevor Bauer has been far more hype than actual production in his career, Uh, but who knows? He might be able to add another level to his game because he's really for a guy that gets talked about a bunch trevor bowers just not that great of a pitcher and i know andrew eiler our buddy's gonna rip us so are the watchings um but i mean you he, he had a really good 2018 but you take out 2018 he does not have one year where his era is below 4.18 in 2018 he had 2.21 era looked great and led the American League in fielding independent pitching. But uh, he bounced back, had a solid start to the year in 2019 with the Indians, trade to the Reds, 10 starts, 6.39 ERA. I don't know why this guy gets as much hype as he does. It's probably because he's outspoken, uh, which I want players to be outspoken. Um, but he's j- he just hasn't been that good. I also like the addition of Wade Miley uh, to their rotation. He's a lefty veteran. Cubs have really struggled to hit him. And the bullpen's very good as well. So, as I said, I could see any of the top four teams in the division winning the division. Who do you have finishing second? Cubs. You do have the Cubs finishing very second. Very okay. few games behind the Reds. I will go on record. You know what? This will be the J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. The top four teams in the division at the end of the 60-game sprint will be... Within five games of each other. It's going to be a uh, race to the top. It's going to be a slobber knocker. (laughs) (laughs) The J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. And also travis.watchering at infb.com. Who you got finishing third? The St. Louis Cardinals. I, too, have the St. Louis Cardinals finishing third. They haven't made any or didn't make any major acquisitions. They did lose Marcelo Zuna to the Braves. However, Jack Flaherty turned into one of the best pitchers in baseball last year. Their closer, Jordan Hicks, who's the hardest thrower in baseball, routinely hitting 104-105, he opted out. Uh, He did have Tommy John surgery as well last year, but it looked like he was going to be ready uh, for this season, but he decided to opt out. Got finishing fourth. Milwaukee Brewers, the Brew Crew. I, too, have the Milwaukee Brewers. Their big offseason acquisitions, Avisail Garcia from the Tampa Bay Rays, former Chicago White Sox. Justin Smoke will play first base for him, and Brock Holt will be their super utility guy. Uh, they have a really solid lineup. Their bullpen's great. Uh, rotation is filled with guys no one has really heard of, but uh, Brewers have proven to get the most out of those guys. Um, as I said, could see any of the top four. 
winning the division this year. That brings us to the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Buckos. Finishing fifth. Yep. They're in a rebuild. Uh, should be uh, pretty bad in this 60 game New manager. Who I don't remember his name at all. Look it up. Um, I am, however, a big fan of the top three in their lineup. Uh, Kevin Newman at short, Brian Reynolds playing left or right or center. He plays all three. Derek Shelton. Derek Shelton, yes. He's a former uh, pitching coach of the – I want to say, was he former pitching coach of the Cardinals? I'll look it up. Um, And Josh Bell playing first base. Uh, They made a really bad trade that could have helped in this rebuild – Trading Tyler Glass now and Austin Meadows, who are two really good young players uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays now for Chris Archer, who's just not very good at all. No, he coached uh, with the Indians, Rays, Jays, then Twins. Hmm. He was the hitting coach. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. He was the bench coach with the Twins. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Yep. Got anything to say about the Pirates? No. Who you have winning the National League West? Los Angeles Dodgers. I, too, have the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're primed to be one of, if not the best team in the league. Traded for Mookie Betts and David Price. David Price opted out, though. Uh, Should be the best team in baseball. Uh, Cody Bellinger won MVP last year. I just anticipate them being really, really good. Should be. Who you have finishing second? Surprise pick. (sighs) Colorado Rockies. No shot. Well, they don't look to be good on paper, but the... Usually play good for 60 games, and they got good offense. See what happens. If they Pitching's going to be bad, but they got good offense. See what happens. If they finish second. What are you going to do? You're going to have to come up with a punishment for me. Perfect. Because there is Great. no way. Can I go change into my Rocky gear now? Just no, say I, that. So I got I, I, a Rocky hat in Yankee jersey. I wish the season would have been canceled. <laughs> I wish I, baseball would be canceled. I about war so I'd never have to hear about that jersey. stupid franchise well, now, ever again. Now that you just said I get to pick the punishment, I'm going to root really hard for them. Like, I'm going to follow them really closely for and 60 games. That'll that'll help them win. It's just going to annoy the crap out of them. That'll help them be better than fourth, which is where they will end up. We'll see. Absolutely not. Play, they, play the game for. Hey, you said we garbage. were. We don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be some surprises. I have surprises. the Arizona Diamondbacks finishing second. Signed Madison Bumgarner, Starling Marte, as well. Uh, Mike Leake opted out of his contract this year. Love their lineup. Catel Marte turned into one of the best young players in baseball last year. Eduardo Escobar as well. Um, pitching has some question marks, but overall they are, in my opinion, the second best team in the American American League. National League was. I got them third. You have them finishing third. Yep. I have the San Diego Padres finishing third. Signed Tommy Pham, or traded for Tommy Pham. Signed Yerkson Profar and traded for Zach Davies in the offseason. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be an absolute superstar. I think he'll be one of the best players in baseball this year. I also expect Manny Machado to have a huge 60 games. Um, He was okay last year. He probably didn't live up to at least the first year of his deal, which who who can live up to that kind of contract anyway? No one Not too many people. Except Mike Trout. Um, They have a good young rotation as well um, and a very good bullpen with Arguably the best closer in baseball. No one's even heard of him. Kirby Yates. He had a one point one. Never heard of him. He had a one point one nine ERA and saved forty one ball games. Machado is the only Padre I could name you. Eric Hosmer as well. Hmm. I wouldn't have been able to name him though. Who you have finishing fourth? Padres. 
I have the Colorado Rockies uh, did nothing in the offseason. No, they didn't. Um, Ian Desmond opted out, but he was <laughs> one of the worst players in baseball last year, no. so it's kind of addition by subtraction. They have a few good players, obviously Arenado's story, Chuck Blackman, I'd even add David. He's got DH, sounds like. That's smart because he's not very good defensively at all. Uh, and D- David Daw, I think, can really hit He can as stay well. healthy. Uh, pitching staff needs to bounce back because they were not horrendous last year. Um, bullpen is absolutely Their pitching stinks. Garbage as well. They're going to have to match. And outside of their top four guys in their lineup, I just don't think they'll hit enough to finish. Still looking for fourth. their first NL West crown ever. When they start, 93. Was that their first year? I think so, yeah. San Francisco Giants, we both have finished yep. fifth. Uh, Buster Posey opted out. Uh, his wife, I think I said this last week, his yep, wife, twins. or him and his wife adopted uh, two twin girls. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't been MVP like Buster Posey in a few years. They will likely have the worst offense in baseball. They had arguably the worst offense in baseball last year. Pitching staff is very old um, and just not very good anymore. I mean, Johnny Cueto and Jeff Samarja, they're top two. Not great. Didn't know some larger still in the league. Um, they should really think about tearing it down because they could be the, you know, I'll go on record and say they're the worst team in the National League this year. Wow. Worse than the Marlins and the Pirates? Yes. Okay. I think pretty. I, I, mean, I really, need to write all these on the, on, on the record. Really? Yeah, you should. Um, really, I think the National League is really good this year. Transitioning to playoffs. In the American League, I have the Yankees, Twins, and Astros win division. I think you do as well. Mm-hmm. Who do you have as your wild card teams? The Rays and the A's. We agree, and it's the it would be the exact same playoffs as last year. Who do you have winning the wild card game? Um, give me the Rays. I have the A's. Okay, switch that. And then out. I have the Yankees over the A's, and the Twins over the Astros. I have the Twins over the Rays, and the Yankees over the Astros. And I have the Yankees over the Twins. I have the Twins over the Yankees. I don't like you anymore. National League. I have the, uh, I got to look back here. I got the Nationals, Reds, and Dodgers. I have the Braves, Cubs, and Dodgers. And I have the Braves and Cubs as wild cards. I have the Reds and Phillies wild card with the We're pretty close Philadelphia there. Phillies winning the wild card. I have game. the Cubs beating the Braves in the wild card. I like you a lot better than I like myself. And then I have the Dodgers over the Cubs. I have the Dodgers over the Phillies and the Braves over the Cubs. And I have the Reds over the Nationals. And I have the Dodgers over the Reds. So I have a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. I was thinking about this today because last night I have the Dodgers and Twins World Series. But I think I'm going to switch it to Braves-Twins. Rematch mm-hmm. of the, I forget what year it was, 91? Yeah, Kirby Puckett. Yep. Yes, rematch of the 91 World Series. And give me the Minnesota Twins. That'd be weird. To win the World Series this year. Do I even have if we really, have a post. I have to say, like, who I got winning the World Series. I assume. It's pretty, it's pretty Looking at the way you're dressed tonight. Start um, spreading the news. We did have a question from our. Got the Yankees, by the way. Very good friend, um, Andrew Eiler. You still have MVPs and Cyons. And that's what this is leading okay. into. Okay. Do you think there will be some weird award winners? Like in his examples were Carlos Santana hitting 400 and uh, winning the MVP or a guy like Anthony Desclafani winning the Cy Young Award. He even mentioned Puig, who was picked who up by was the Braves, but then test positive. Tested positive so. for the COVID. Um, I 100% think we will have weird award winners. I didn't predict any, though. 
I I I didn't predict any too weird. Um, I do. I will. Here, here's another on the <laughs> on, on the record. I will go on the record and say someone flirts with 400 this year and hits above 370 in wow. the 60 game stretch. I just think at least one guy will do it. DJ LeMahieu. Who? It, it could definitely be <laughs> DJ LeMahieu. Who do you have winning your American League Most Valuable Player? Matt Chapman. So you rip on Matt Chapman, or you say Arenado's defense is better. Yes, I'm sticking to that. It's not. But Um, I think he's going to have a good year for a better team. 100% think he's a very good candidate. I went real boring and picked Mike Trout. I see. I was going to pick Trout, and I'm like, I want to go somebody different. I wish I wouldn't have now. I want to go somebody different. I'm going to go someone different as well. Uh, Let me think of a player here. I didn't want to pick anybody on the Astros. I thought about picking somebody on the Yankees, but I didn't want to get more flack for that. Give me... The judge is going to have a huge year. Judge and Stanton have to stay healthy. Yeah, they do. They just haven't stayed healthy at all. 60 Um, games might help them. I don't know. Who's on the Tampa Bay Rays? Um, Man, I feel like I want to stick with I'm going to stick with Trout. All right. Boring. Mer- American League Cy Young. Garrett Cole, so I went boring. Here is a shocker that many people have never heard of, but I think he's poised to have a great 12 or 13 starts. Jose Barrios of the Minnesota Twins. I don't know who he plays for. Now what is wrong with you? He is filthy. Dude, I don't follow baseball closely enough. I need to. He is Javi, Javi Baez and him are brother-in-laws, so oh. they've they've been facing each other every single day. I've seen videos. Make each other in, better. Uh, quarantine. Getting better ain't uh, easy. <laughs> it's definitely not easy. Who's your National League most valuable player? You got Bryce Harper. Interesting. Bounce even back even candidate. Though I don't have them making the playoffs. I think he's gonna have a good year. Give me Ronald Acuna Jr. Good Atlanta pick. Braves. He could have won it last year, but uh, Bellinger kind of took the reins final month of the year. National League Cy Young Award winner. Also a guy from a team I don't have in the playoffs, that's Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty is the correct answer because that's also who I have. He was unbelievable in the second half last year. It really clicked and turned on for him, um, and I fully anticipate him continuing that. And the Cardinals really need him to do that again in order to stay in the race. I think that's going to do it for our We covered a lot. Yeah, man, I'm – we we're about fourteen minutes left of the show. My so voice is gone. I just let you. I just let you take over. You know, this I, is the episode I like to sit back, relax, and just watch and I listen. Hate, I hate the shows that I have to talk a bunch, and this was one of them. Every year, you can mark yes. it down. So. Well, I'll give you a break here. I'll give you a little break while I do some golf talk. The memorial came and went at Jack's place. So back to back weeks, we had golf tournaments at Mirrorfield Village. John Rahm was the big winner. John Rahm. Yesterday, now he becomes the world's new number one golfer. Hmm. I don't like that, but he's a good player. Spaniard. He's a good player. Uh, another interesting thing, you know, a lot of people were surprised early in the week when Jack Nicholas came out and said he was either going to give the winner a handshake or a fist bump, whatever they wanted to, and he made a comment that nobody really caught early in the week. It was, well, they're not. I'm not going to give them the virus. And everybody's like, what is he talking Well, came out yesterday, he revealed that he and his wife Barbara had the COVID in March. Mm-hmm. And they both got better um, eventually in April. They quarantined for a little over a month. But that's why he kind of said that early in the week. So he did give John Rama a fist bump. He kind of went fist, hand, fist, and then John put out his fist. So. Should have kissed him on the cheek. <laughs> but um, but it was it was neat seeing that. Hopefully next year that they can have fans back there. But the course was playing difficult. It was making people look stupid. I mean, we saw Phil Mickelson 
yeah, try to use a putter from 75 yards away from the green one time. <laughs> Don't know what he was thinking there. Got it within 35 feet of the green, then used a full swing lob wedge. It's just Phil being Phil. But uh, fun tournament overall. Like I said, uh, John Rahm now number one in the world. This week we've got the 3M Open up in Minnesota. And uh, that is where Matthew Wolf won last year in his only PGA Tour victory. The power rankings are like this, according to PGATour.com. you got Charles Howell III at 15, Will Gordon at 14, Avon Indiana's own Patrick Rogers at 13, Doc Redman at 12, Russell Henley at 11, Luke List at 10, Eric Von Ruin at 9, Lucas Glover at 8, Henrik Norlander at 7, Charlie Hoffman, haven't heard, haven't heard about him for a while, at 6, Tommy Fleetwood at 5, Nice to see him return to action after the pandemic. He has not been across the pond um, in the last 12 months. He has a win, three seconds, a third, a tie for fourth, and a tie for fifth worldwide. Tony Finau is at fourth, coming off a um, good week this past week. Dustin Johnson at third. I was surprised by this because he went 80-80. And he, I mean, he missed the cut by a million and one pretty much. Matthew Wolf, the defending champion, he comes in at number two. And your number one is Harris English. I can honestly say I've only heard about half of those guys. Not a very strong field. Uh, there are a couple guys that aren't in the power rankings. That's Brooks Kepka, Paul Casey, Bubba Watson, Chris Kirk. Does Kepka play if it's not a major? He's not playing well this year. Struggling. Missed it, the cut last week. What's the first major? It'll be the PJ Championship here in a handful of weeks. He'll win it. He probably, <laughs> I wouldn't put it against him, him or DeChambeau, who actually missed the cut he was in the Memorial. real bad and threw he was, a fit, didn't he? He threw, he threw a little bit of a fit. He doesn't stop throwing fits. Uh, he's, that's, he's kind of golf's villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, you either like him or you don't like him. Patrick Reed's kind of taking a back seat to him. Every, every sport needs a villain. Who are you picking? Give me number 10. Luke List. <laughs> Listy. He uh, tied for 10th last week. I call um, him Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You know, I'm going to go with <clears throat> Avon Indiana's own Patrick Rogers for his first career PGA Tour victory. He's been playing well. Got tied for 18th at the Memorial. He led the field in putting inside 10 feet, hitting 67 of 70 putts. It's a pretty good percentage. D- um, didn't he watch you hit a really bad shot in high school? <laughs> yeah, senior year, he was playing in the group behind me, got up to the tee and hit a big old snap hook. I'm like, that there probably impressed the number two golfer in America at the time that was committed to Stanford. So... Gotta love it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, another another fun week of golf. I think they're in Minnesota, and then I think Memphis next week, and then I think it's the PGA out in San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. I might have missed a week in there, but I think I'm correct. Transitioning to a little football talk here. Football. It was just announced by ESPN's own Adam Schefter. The NFL Schefter. today offered the Players Association to play zero preseason games. It's a big step. Take it. Because they had, I thought they were going to play one. They had wanted one, and the uh, players' association said they didn't want any. Uh, so they offered today. If it goes well, let's never have one again. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah, even, probably one or two is probably good because you got to give guys cut it. In half. You guys, you got to give guys a chance to make yes, the team. Absolutely. Uh, however, no college teams have a you know. They got guys on scholarship that are recruited or, or walk-ons. Point. That's a good. I mean, point. They, if you, you're not on the team, they don't want you. Yeah, I get, I get yeah. what you're saying. And it sounds like tomorrow um, they're going to announce whether the training camp roster is going to be 90 players or 80 players. I could see it being 80. 
They also announced they are going to do testing every single day. You have more details on that. Yeah, I think I read earlier today they're going to do testing every single day for two weeks, and then if the percentage is, I think, I believe 5% or lower, they're going to switch it to every other day. Which that's one thing the players, um, they went on this tweet storm. It was actually organized by Dolphins' Byron Jones, um, this tweet storm uh, saying they're not going to play unless we have um, safety protocols in place, which – I don't know why the NFL hadn't been looking at baseball and we're gonna we need to do this sooner instead of waiting a week till training camp. I think they had stuff and they just didn't announce it, but I don't know why because remember, yeah, back when the schedule release came up, they had another schedule drawn up hmm. in case things just didn't start case. on time. Huh. So I don't know why they weren't even talking about that. But the, the NFL uh, and the players union did agree on the daily testing for the start of training camp. Good. Um. Kind of talking about testing, there's been zero positives out of 346 tests in the NBA's bubble since July 13th. The bubble's working. It's working. They, so They have a snitch line, so somebody can get stupid, on it. But, I mean, kind of snitch, smart, but Snitches pretty get stupid stitches, too. man. Yeah, so it's uh, that'll be an interesting season we'll talk about here uh, next week. Yeah, it starts next week. Um, 31st. Yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward to watching. This gives us something to watch. A little NBA basketball. I just don't think it'll be weird. I think it'll be after really. It's going to be the, the same TBT, as the yeah. TBT, and it was so normal mm-hmm. to me without fans. I wonder how those guys of the teams that didn't get invited are feeling right now. I bet there's some that are glad they're not there, but there are probably some that wish they were playing. There's probably some that are like, man, I wish I played for a better team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the bowl players. Yeah, <laughs> man, bowls stink. Don't they? <laughs> Speaking of the bowls, the last dance is on Netflix. Yep, now. it's on Netflix. So if you got Netflix and haven't watched that, check it out. It's worth your time. Yes, and then go back and watch our five or six episodes that we talked about it. Five episodes. Yeah, so there was ten. Yep. So. Yep. Actually, this zero preseason thing might hurt the Dolphins a little bit and their fans because we might not see two at all. Um, Won't see him, I don't think, for a little while at least. You know, if he's cleared to play, you might as well just play him right away. What do you have to lose? Good. Just lose a year of his age. Yeah. Got about six minutes left. Got anything else on the docket tonight? Man, I don't think I have much. I don't have anything written down. I'm looking at the headlines. Don't have much on there. But I thought this would be a comfortable hour. <laughs> I feel like we can't really cut it short yet. Uh, no, not yet. What What was your birdie bogey? Because I have an answer. Who led the MLB in hits from 2010 through 2019? Total. Total hits. Nine years. I don't know when this guy started, but I'm going to go Jose Altuve. No. Crap. Um, Get a bogey. Why, why, why do you always say it's easy? Go. I just figured you're you're the baseball I'm walking not for walking stuff like baseball that. Baseball encyclopedia of Fulton County. I just figured you not get stats her. wise. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You proved that the past few years before you got this computer on the podcast. You just rip stats off your head, but off my head. I was I, I was dumb enough not to ever go fact check. Yes, yeah. If you're correct, I just figured I was you were. correct. I can't even think of a player because I don't know who really. It couldn't be Miguel Cabrera. No. Because he kept getting injured. Um, I don't. I don't know. Give up. Yeah, Robinson Cano. Wouldn't. Why? Why on God's green earth would you even think I would have thought of him? 
Because you're the baseball walking baseball encyclopedia. Robinson Cano hasn't been good in like four years. You he's are the a steroid baseball guy. encyclopedia, Fulton County. He he's a steroid guy. I wouldn't he wouldn't even been on my radar. Jose Altuve has been so much better this past decade. But I think Jose Altuve didn't start his career till 2012. Is the issue? 2011. It was like midway through 2011. Um, he had 15, he has 1568 hits. Um, since 2000. 11, which is a lot of hits. Man, I, I bet Altuve is pretty dang close, though. Probably. I don't know. He, I don't know the number. He so. led. I was given that question. So How the heck? It's, it's because he only he missed a year and a half. That was it. Because he, he led Major League Baseball in hits four straight years, over 200. Good so guess. That was arguably a better guess than Robinson Cano. Even though Robinson but it was Cano wrong guess. <laughs> right guess. That's what you need to try to tell your teachers back in the day. <laughs> It was a heck of a guess, though. That was a better guess than the actual answer. Mrs. Brennan, I swear I was right. (laughs) Who holds the American League record for longest hitting streak from the start of the season, 34 games? Joe DiMaggio, Ron LaFleur, Paul Molitor, George Sisler. I'm going to go Joey D. It's probably a smart guess. But I feel like it's wrong because it's smart. You are wrong. It's it's the guy who held the all-time single-season hits record until... um, Ichiro broke it. He, this guy had 257 hits in the season. Ichiro had 262. George Sisler. Mm. All right. Yeah, old Georgie was a pretty dang good little player. Give him my best. Give him my best you shot. You get a bogey as well. Lefty. This would have been two, 1920. George Sisler had a season 1920 at 257 hits. 1922 at 246. You can flat out hit. Hit 407-420. Dead, yeah, what's it, dead ball era? 1922. Wrap us up, T-Dog, if you got nothing else. All right. Thank you for watching or listening to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on Roku, uh, Chromecast, Apple TV, wherever you might be watching. Wherever you're listening, particularly if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That helps us out a lot. I think we're only at six ratings. If we can get up to 50, we'll do a giveaway. So get on there. Give us a rating. We really appreciate it. We'll be back next Monday with to recap some baseball. To baseball. Pre- preview some NBA and what else, whatever when's, else is going when's on. When does the NHL start? Is it about Early the same August, time? Early August. Early August. So I, I know the local team, Chicago Blackhawks, were invited back. It's been a struggle. It's been a uh, grind, but we've got through – a lot of talk without live sports, and now we're going to have some stuff to talk about. So it should be next Saturday, a, a week from this upcoming Saturday. Okay. So we'll be able to talk some NHL if we want to. I'll be talking abs. So have a great week, everybody. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay safe.